Can you believe this is going to be the last Sunday that we're together this year? I mean, uh, next Sunday you're going to be watching either your TV, your iPad, your whatever as, as, we, uh, as we stream uh, the service. But this morning is the last one that we're going to be doing of 2022. As I was pondering that, it's like, wow, you know, I've got uh, a couple different messages ready, but I thought it's, it's a family day, right? Christmas is a family time, it's a family day, and when you think about family and when you think about Jesus and Christmas time, it's just all about love, isn't it? Everybody with me? I want to read a few scriptures and then we're going to end up sharing. It's going to be a family time where we're going to end up having several people come up and just share a little bit of, of what's happened to them in their hearts, in their lives in 2022. In Matthew 22, verse 36, 37. Uh, Jesus was asked by the Pharisees, says, Teacher, which is the most important commandment in the law of Moses? And Jesus quickly replied, You must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. A second is equally important, and I'll say that again, equally important, love your neighbor as yourself. All the other demands and all the demands of the prophets are based on these two commandments. What are the two most important commandments that will fulfill all the law? Love the Lord your God and love your neighbor. I'm going to fast forward a little because I want to get them up here as quickly as possible. So we're going to go to chapter 15 in John. And I'm going to read verses 9 through 12. Um, Jesus is speaking, speaking to his disciples, and, and he says, verse 9, I have loved you, speaking to his disciples. And don't all of us want to end up stepping into that place and raising their hand? It's like, I'm a disciple. I'm a disciple. All the disciples of Jesus, raise your hands right now. All right. All right. Jesus is talking to you. He said, I have loved you even as the Father has loved me. Remain in my love. When you obey me, you remain in my love. Just as I obey my Father and remain in his love. I've told you this so that you will be filled with my joy. Now, how are we filled with his joy? By remaining in his love. Want to be filled with joy at Christmas time? Remain in his love. I've told you this again, I say, so that you will be filled with my joy. Yes, your joy will overflow. I command you to love each other in the same way that I have loved you. I'm going to continue reading instead of jump, skip to verse 17. That was definitely the condensed version, but... Here's how to measure it. The greatest love is shown when you win people lay down their lives for their friends. You're my friends if you obey me. I no longer call you servants because a master doesn't confide in his servants. Jesus calls us friends when he can confide in us. Now you are my friends since I've told you everything the Father told me. You didn't choose me, I chose you. I appointed you to go and produce fruit that will last so that the Father will give you whatever you ask using my name. I command you to love each other. What are we to do? Love each other. We're going to turn to John 14, verse 20 and 21. When I'm asked to life, when I'm raised to life again, you will know that I'm 
in my Father, you're in me, I'm in you. Those who obey my commandments are the ones who love me. Which are the ones of us that love Jesus? The ones that will obey his commandments. And what are those commandments? Love the Lord Jesus with all your heart, your strength, and your soul. Love your neighbor as yourselves. Those who obey my commandments are the, the ones who love me. And because they love me, my Father will love them, and I will love them, and I will, and I, I, I like, I'm reading out of uh, New Living Translation, but I'm normally I'm out of New King James, but I just wanted to read out of this somewhat. Uh, in 2012, I was looking in here, I preached some of my first messages out of this Bible, I think we've come a long way since the first messages that I preached in January of 2012. Haven't we? Haven't we come a long ways in the last ten and a half years? And because they love me, my Father will love them, and I will love them, and I will reveal myself to each one of them. I will manifest myself to them. It's like... I love that. I love that scripture right there. It's like when we love on him, we're in him, he's in us, we're in the Father. We are just all bunched together right there, and we get to experience incredible love and manifestations of Jesus in our lives. I want to go to one more, two more scriptures real quick like, and then we're going to have some testimonies up here. I want to go to Hebrews, the 10th chapter, 23 and 25. When we have received Jesus, when we have an understanding of our identity in Jesus Christ, this is exactly who we are and what we do. Verse 23, without wavering, let us hold tightly to the hope that we say we have, for God can be trusted to keep his promise. Three words that the Lord gave to me to write down and remember this, and I would tell you, write down and remember this, and that's trust, believe, and receive. We trust, believe, and receive. And he says, without wavering, let us hold tightly to the hope we say we have, for God can be trusted to keep his promise. Think, verse 24, think of ways to encourage one another to outbursts, encouraging one another to outbursts of love and good deeds. And then let us not neglect together our meeting, as some people do, but encourage and warn each other, especially now that the day is drawing near for his coming back. So he's encouraging, as Paul, I believe Paul, uh, is the one who encouraging us as we meet together to love on one another, encouraging each other actually to outbursts of love. Isn't that pretty cool right there? I'm blessed by this, but I don't have time to elaborate a lot on that because I want to get some testimonies up here. And uh, the first one that I would like to start with, and now, okay, I should take at least another minute to, to kind of explain. I, I really believe that this last Sunday that we're meeting together it's really important that we have opportunities to express what God's done in our lives for some people and how we've experienced that love together as church family. Are you all good with that? Love testimonies. So the first one that I'm going to ask to come up here is someone who joined this family and also joined our family in 2022. And that is my beloved son-in-law, in whom I am very well pleased, Ryan Brodeen. Before I hand him a microphone and step out of his way, though, it's like when, uh, let's see, I think they started dating in June, if I remember correctly, or right around there. And in September, he traveled with us as just barely becoming boyfriend. And we went together to a wedding in Alaska, which was Wes and Bethany's wedding. 
And so I got to really get to see what this kid was like while we were, while we were there because I think we stayed in the same house for a while, at least one night. And also while we were in that house together, there was uh, another couple. One of them was a doctor. She was the doctor, and he was a, a fisherman there in Alaska. And it, it's amazing. You know, last week, I was ta- or, yeah, last week I was talking about us having the opportunity at all times to be the encounter. We are the glory carriers that we can be the encounter that people have with Jesus. And so we were there, and we got the opportunity to get to meet, know, and talk with this doctor, and uh, remember what her name was? Help, help, help. Chuck in. Laurel. Laurel. I knew you'd get it. I knew you'd get it. Um, Chuck and Laurel, and, and one of the things, as we got to know them a little bit, staying in the, which is not one of my favorite things, to stay with somebody that I don't know in the same in the same house, and even possibly have to share a bathroom. It's like, oh. Anyway, sitting across the table from and visiting with a little bit, it, it was interesting how all of a sudden guards drop down, walls drop, and, and they begin to share and, and back and forth. And, and we got the opportunity. She is a doctor that was probably up in her mid, maybe late third. I don't really know how old she was. That's one of those things that I've learned I just don't very often do, and that's ask a woman how old she is. But um, she did express to us asking if we might pray for her when she got to know us enough because she was wanting to have a child and at, up to this point that had just not happened and she was concerned about that happening. So we had opportunity to end up praying with Laurel and that was September of 21 and we found out that just one year later she ended up giving birth in September of 22. <laughs> And Ryan was right there to be a part of that. We were just standing around her. We were all laying hands, all, all kind of shared and prayed. And, and as we finished, she fell out onto the like tile floor. And, and anyway, it was awesome. It was amazing. And, and God touched her. And she got pregnant and had a baby. Okay, Ryan. All right. Thank you. Well, um, thanks for the opportunity to share. I uh, When he asked me yesterday, I was kind of thinking about what I wanted to share and and just reflecting back on the past year and uh, just felt like I wanted to share just about how Valley has continued to just become more of my family. I'm I'm somebody who grew up with an extremely healthy family. I've experienced an amazing family on both my parents' sides and so I've just been blessed with just an opportunity to see what that looks like. And when I first started coming to Valley, it was uh, different than most people's experiences. I was, I was involved in another church. I came here on an Easter Sunday just to be with family members and then ended up meeting Christy and then we started dating and now we're married, which is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's, it's a little hard to fly under the radar when you start dating the worship pastor <laughs> at a church and you start sitting in the front row and uh, if if you've known me for a long time, I'm generally a person who maybe likes to stay out of the light a little bit, likes to be behind the scenes. And so coming to Valley was just, it, it was an amazing experience, but there was just a lot of adjustment and change for me because I was, I was surrounded by people who knew my now wife extremely well, had known her, her entire life, but had no idea who I was. And so um, in that, I think in change and experiencing new environments, whether you step into a healthy environment, you generally will start to be built up and encouraged, and you'll, your identity will be built up. When you step into maybe not a healthy environment, you don't experience that. And as time has gone and I've been here, I've just been so built up, so encouraged, so loved. And I guess I just want to speak to that and just say thank you to this church congregation for being one that wants to be my friend, wants to know me, wants to see the best for me, even when you, when most of you didn't know, even know me at all a year ago. And I'm just so thankful to be a part of a church that is that way, that, that it's not about your status, it's not about where you come from. I mean, since I've been here, I think I've seen more people on stage sharing testimonies than I've ever seen in my life. And it doesn't matter 
Like I said, where you come from or your story is, if you start to say yes to God, then, and the staff hears about it especially, then you're probably going to be up on, on stage <laughs> sharing it, um, which is just amazing. And I just want to honor that in this house especially, just, um, and, and from my perspective too, being kind of on the inside, being married into a staff member's family, it's, I mean, I get to see it every day, and I just want to, just want everyone here to know that there's so much that goes into not only what happens on a Sunday, but what's happening during the week. And the church staff cares so much about all of you. And, and to speak to what Pastor Lynn was saying, I mean, I've gotten to go on multiple trips now um, with the family. And the, the ministry and the love does not stop on Sunday. It doesn't stop on Wednesday. It goes on wherever, wherever they're going. And we prayed for people in Mexico, Alaska. We've seen all these things. And so I just, more than anything, want to testify to just the goodness of this family and what it means to me and what it's continuing to mean to me and just that I so appreciate that you guys have all just been behind me in what was a season of a lot of new faces and a lot of change in a, in a new environment. And so, yeah, I just want to testify of that. If you've been a part of this family, you've seen that. If not, join us and you'll get to experience that as well. And um, yeah, I love all, all of you guys and Merry Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> Hannah, Hannah, Hannah. You're going to sit in the very back. You better run, girl. <laughs> this young lady right here also joined the church family and our family. She married my grandson. And she came from a completely different background, a completely different background, and, and she's been a part of VSSM, and she has been submersed in this culture, and I was just talking with her a couple days ago and said, Hannah, tell me, what, how have you been impacted by Valley and by the, the Hardy family? And she just started, I said, oh, share that, share that, that was amazing, that was amazing, so let's just... Give Hannah a big welcome. You're up, sweetheart. Um, Close. There okay. you go. So I, like Papa was saying, I come from a completely different background. And um, so grew up in kind of a religious background. Um, then I got, went kind of on a, a path. And Grandpa, I think, calls it building your testimony. <laughs> So I was building my testimony, and um, then I met, uh, got reconnected with my amazing husband, and he brought me here, and I just immediately fell in love, um, and I started going to VSSM, and going kind of on the path that I did, I had a lot of shame, a lot of guilt, a lot of anxiety, probably a little bit of a depression. Um, my emotions were a mess, um, and... I started coming to VSSM, and it completely changed my life in every single aspect. And just being able to, like, finding the truth is just one of the most amazing things. And I broke free, for, free from so much of that, and the truth set me free. And when I um, found the truth, I found so much love and just so much compassion and um, just my family is so amazing and just built me up so much and I found my identity in Jesus and how amazing that was and um, just how much it impacted, impacted me and um, having the gift of prophecy and, and all that and just it being, um, I guess, I don't know what word I'm looking for, but... Uh, <laughs> lost the words, um, uh, but it's just been an absolutely amazing experience, and I love all of my family. <laughs> okay, what? Yeah. I don't think that I heard you say, it's kind of hard to hear when you're standing behind and the speakers are all ahead, but you told me that you had little bouts with borderline depression and oppression, and that that, that has been just like you want to just touch on that, or did you already? Yeah, I did a little bit. I can oh. um, go further into it. I had just just lost, really, and just had 
depression, a little bit of depression, and I had terrible anxiety. I suffered from terrible anxiety. Um, my emotions, like I said, were an absolute roller coaster. <laughs> I couldn't, um, I just didn't feel like I was in control. And being here, I just felt like that just fell off of me. It just It was just prayed off, and it fell off of me, and I don't suffer from any of that anymore. I don't suffer from anxiety. I don't suffer from depression. I don't have any of that anymore. And um, that religious spirit broke off of me, and so just the truth set me free, and in that truth, I found love and freedom, and it's been an amazing, it's been an amazing experience. Amen. Thank you. Okay, I would like to ask Eric and Selena up here. I was, yeah, I think those guys were together on Saturday Outreach, right? That, that from VSSM. This is another couple that have jumped right in and uh, have gone to, are going currently to, to VSSM, the Valley School of Supernatural Ministry. And I was just talking with them on the phone yesterday, and so it's hard to believe they've been here like less than six months, maybe six months, somewhere in, in that neighborhood. And they seem like they've been here for years now because they just have been such an incredible fit. But we talk about being the encounter, being available and being the encounter. And I'm going to let her tell her version and then I may share a little bit of my version first. If you want to touch on that, if you want to do something else first, you, you, Okay, let's go ahead with that. This is Selena. Um, I, was, I was asked to share about an experience I had a couple Sundays ago on December 4th. Uh, during worship, while singing, I belong to Jesus, Pastor Lynn touched the palm and outside of my left hand with one of his fingers and thumb. My eyes were closed, and as soon as he made contact, I was hit with the power of Almighty God. He said he saw my body do a huge jolt. I opened my eyes very briefly. This is how I knew who had touched me, even though I already suspected who it was. Because every time he's touched me in this way or prayed over me, I've encountered this power. He moved his hand to steady me. Then as soon as he placed his thumb and finger back in the same place, down I went. I heard my head hit the chair, but it didn't hurt. <laughs> While I was on the ground with my eyes closed, I saw Jesus standing above me. And there was a bright white light surrounding us. He said, are you ready? <laughs> to which I replied, are you referring to what Kim prophesied over Eric and I? He said, yes. Are you ready? I said, yes, I am. Let's do this. He reached down to help me up and said, come on, let's go then. I grabbed a hold of his outstretched hand. And once I was up, we began running forward, still surrounded by the brightness. I began to run ahead of him because I was so excited. Yet I was still holding his right hand. The significance of what hand I was holding on to just hit me. This is why I was writing it. <laughs> Jesus said, whoa, come back here, and pulled me back to him. Then we began to dance. I was dancing with Jesus. I told him, I love being with you, but I really want to worship you some more by continuing to sing to you. This made him chuckle. We continued to dance for a little longer. I could hear the song ending. He pulled me into his chest, and while hugging me tightly, he said, I love you so much. You are so precious to me. I said, I love you too. And then I opened my eyes and got back up. <laughs> Isn't that incredible? To experience. I say, you know, we as a staff talk about this regularly, that it is our responsibility to create and maintain an environment for each and every one of us, every, each and every one of you, to have a personal encounter with Jesus. So those who keep my commandments, those who love me, I will manifest myself to them. Uh, just before Eric starts, I'll just share my version of that just a little bit. I was worshiping, and without going into a lot of detail, sometimes I can... Sense. I just say sense. And I saw her hand right there, and I was like, yeah, you're supposed to touch her hand. It's like, yeah, what, 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 what will that do? What, 
You know, I, I just, sometimes I start asking myself, I question, what benefit will that be in the middle of worship here if I reach over and touch her hand? And it's just like, so I, I still, you, you look at me and think, you hear from the Holy Spirit well. And it's like, yeah, but I argue too. It's like sometimes it, sometimes it needs to make sense. It's like, right now, right? And so after I heard it a third time and her hand was just still like this, I was like, and that's that's when God came through. The power of God hit her, and nobody was ready, and her husband was asleep. He was worshiping, so she fell down and hit the chairs. And uh, so, but that's that's God. She said it didn't hurt, and, and uh, she had an incredible encounter and experience. And part of that was through my obedience because the gift that He's giving me. And I could argue that and say, "What? What? This doesn't make sense right now. Why? Why? Why right now?" So. Forget about the why. Let's just be quick to obey so he can use us for being the encounter for people, to be the encounter for people. Uh, so, Eric. Uh, Pastor Lynn and I were talking yesterday about family and about what he was going to bring today, and uh, Ryan's kind of touched on it here this morning. It's been roughly six months, and Selena and I... Uh, the first Sunday we came, we were in worship. It was probably about 10 minutes when we both acknowledged with each other that we had found our family, our home. <laughs> and this, yes, this place is just awesome. Everybody in here, uh, Ryan and Hannah both touching on it, the, the love in this place, the love from everybody, the friends and relationships you build. Um, like I say, Everybody in here are my brothers and sisters, our brothers and sisters, not just friends, but brothers and sisters. We have built just phenomenal relationships, have had so much fun. Um, this past week's just been amazing, just the things that have happened uh, in our lives together and in our family's lives. Uh, we had uh, family that came on Monday. Uh, I came to the healing rooms as well to stand in for my father, and... Uh, Selena has a niece, niece Clara, that uh, suffers from epilepsy, and uh, her parents brought her, and they are from, uh, they're an LDS background, but they came to the healing rooms and uh, got to see some of the power of Jesus in this building that uh, some people put out. Just, just, just amazing things. Um, Selena are both in uh, first-year students in VSSM, and... Uh, just the amazing things that happen in VSSM. Our pastoral staff that teaches is just phenomenal. Uh, have, they, they stretch us, and uh, it, it brings just brings the gold out of us. We've been learning how to bring the gold out of others. We went on a treasure hunt yes. yesterday that was incredible. It was just so much fun. Uh, just can't speak enough how much we love, love this family here. And everybody in it, we appreciate you guys so much. All right, let's give these guys a big hand. Thank you, guys. We're so proud of this powerhouse couple. As they were coming up, our yeah. row is just like, oh, we love them. See, just one more thing. It's, I, I love it when you're talking about how much fun they're having, how much fun they're having. Serving the Lord is fun. It's great fun. It, it's the most fulfilling fun. So, and, and now I would like her to share a little bit of her testimony. No. Hallelujah. <laughs> Thank gonna... you, Jesus. I'd gladly share my testimony. Um, it's just more than anything, the heart of this, when we talk about testimonies, it's all about bragging on Jesus. That's what we're doing. <laughs> He's wonderful. He's the one who changes lives. And we as a family get to celebrate all that Jesus has done and is doing. And so that's why we value it, because he moves, he touches, he changes lives, and he's wonderful, and he wants to meet with you. So our next testimony is from a beautiful powerhouse woman of God that I couldn't be more proud of. She's one of our VSSM students as well. And I'll just say the vulnerability that she walks in and the authenticity, it, it makes it to where your heart just instantly, like, you just can't help but love her, is how I would describe. So I'm going to have Brooke Evenden come up, and she's going to share what Jesus has been doing in her life. 
And that guy with the big, amazing black beard back there, that's her husband. He's amazing, too. That's right. We appreciate them as a family so much. You got me in tears already. Okay. Um, so I come from a background without family. I was raised in a church by my grandma. I lived with her by myself, and I didn't really have parents. And so I have always desired family. It's just been on my heart forever. So on Thursday, when we were at VSSM, we were soaking. And I just kind of realized that God had kind of granted my desires coming here. And so I just wrote down in my little note app, thank you, Lord, that you've answered the desires of my heart. You gave me friends and a family at Valley and in VSSM. You knew exactly who I needed in my life, and I'm so excited to walk this path towards you with these amazing people by my side. And it just kind of felt like a normal thing to write. And then a minute later, Pastor Christie stands up and she goes, I feel like God just wants all of you who desire family to have that granted. And she says a prayer and she starts saying, you know, you grant the desires of our heart. And it just, it was just a confirmation for me that he is speaking to me and that I am precious to him, that my, my thoughts, my desires, the things that I care about, he cares about. And um, this wouldn't have been a part of my life six months ago. Even though we were here, I wasn't really tapped in yet. And being a part of ESSM has really just broken off a lot of the shells that I was living under and the depression and the anxiety. And I mean, much like Hannah, it's, it's, it's just not there. And I'm just... <laughs> I just get to kind of live free again. And it just, it feels incredible. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> to go with that, I'm going to ask a few questions too. Just when we talk about being set free and coming alive in Jesus, what about even some of the giftings that have been unlocked in your life? Yeah, so I grew up in the church, and I grew up in a church that believed in spiritual giftings, but they didn't really walk in them. So it was a thing that happened, but we didn't talk about it, you know? And so... I had Pastor Tim pray for me once that I would have visions and dreams. And now every day I wake up and I just have visions. <laughs> and I have all of these. I have so many downloads from the Lord of just, this is what's happening in your family. And he told me that our marriage is like a quilt. And he's fixing all of the holes and all of the broken pieces. And our family will be covered by it. I mean, he's just speaking to me. Um, it's just... It's just incredible. Uh, he's given me so much discernment, and I've, I've really just kind of been walking in understanding what that means, and I can, I've been talking to my husband, and I'm like, there's something here, and we need to pray it away. And then we do, and there's just freedom. And it, it's just, just stuff that I, I didn't understand was a reality for me. I always just kind of felt like, oh, you know, spiritual people get that, and I don't, <laughs> which is a lie. Because you're a daughter, so That's you right. get it. That's right. Oh, thank you, Lord. Also, just going to brag on her for a moment. She is one of the most creative human beings you've ever met. She's so gifted. Her, like, your gift of creativity is so beautiful and powerful. And it's just been fun to watch that come to life thank in you. a whole new way, too. So you want to know Brooke Evenden. <laughs> Let me just say that. If you don't know her, you want to know her. But here's something I would love for you to do. I'd love for you to pray over the congregation when it talks about just releasing what Jesus has done for you. Like, if you've really had a longing for family, can you just raise your hand? That's something for you. Let's go ahead. Let's stand. If that's something you've really had a longing for family, could you stand, please? And Brooke is going to release what Jesus has done for her. She's going to pray over you. And we're just saying, Lord, do it again. He cares. He cares deeply. Thank you, Lord, for this family. I thank you that you have brought us all together to serve you and to worship you and to be a part of your family and that we get to do it together. And I pray for all of the hearts in this room that are desiring more, that you just open the floodgates and you shower them with those desires of their hearts, the family and the love and the friendship and the community. We are here to be a part of your community and you've given us all each other to walk in that together, God. I pray that every single one of these people feel that 
and they feel full of the desires of their hearts that you've given them and that they are free from the loneliness and from the despair and from the sadness. God, I pray that that is gone and they are full of you and your love and the community that you've given them. Amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Come on, let's give her a round Good of applause. Job. Good job. This next couple we're going to have come up here, they steal your hearts the second you meet them. Um, once I say their names, you'll be like, yep, that's, that's true. You just can't help but love them. Uh, they're the real deal is how I would describe them. They are the real deal. They love Jesus wholeheartedly, and they love people with all they have. They walk in humility. They walk in radical joy. They make you feel seen and known and loved and celebrated. They, they're a friend to all. And so I want to welcome up this couple that I'm so thankful I get to run this race with, the amazing Kiki and Allie. Will you please come up here? Doesn't it just make your heart happy just seeing them? Me too. The beautiful Allie will go first. <laughs> I was watching. She, you got all the tears wiped away, so you're, you're ready to go. Oh, yeah. I just might have you step up even okay. closer because everyone loves to see your beautiful face. <laughs> um, just sitting there trying to think about what I wanted to share, and I think there was everything that was shared. It was I could touch on everything, like with Brooke and wanting family and... Ryan and being able to come, I got to come and uh, feed the staff on one of my days off and um, just see that they walk in that every day, like even when we're not here, you know, just I came in and somebody wanted, uh, somebody came in and needed prayer and they're like, come on, let's go, we need to go pray for people and I was just like, you know, it feels like Sunday all over again, but you guys get to do this every day, Um, but, you know, just... I feel like, you know, just seeing everybody around here, there's so many people we've connected with. Lori and Lorraine, you guys are like our family. We miss you at BSSM. It's not the same. Um, But looking around the room and so many people I want to connect with and that I have connected with, um, you know, just certain things that people said. Selena, you were talked about Kim giving you a prophetic word, and she did that very early on, and we're walking it out every day. And, you know, the family we have now is just, it's amazing and it's beautiful. And, you know, I felt that since the day I walked in. I, we walked in and we're like, yes, this is our church. So, thank you. Um, one of my favorite things I get to see is, is that right there. My wife, um, she gets... We, we get to go everywhere. We get to go minister a lot of places. And, and there was a time when my wife wasn't about that. She was like, no, you talk. I'll chill in the back. And because of VSSM and yeah, because of Valley. just get right up here with him here. My wife. So. Yeah, get up here. Um, she, she stands in boldness with me now. And, and so when she gets in front of people, it's, it's just awesome. But Valley has quickly became our family. We we both come from a background where our families are not saved. And so when we gave our lives to God, automatically our family kind of just like rejected us in a way. It was not, not in a bad way, but just oil and water don't mix, right? And so um, when we walked through these doors, instantly it was family. And I wanted to reject it. I was like, there's no way they love us as much as our first Sunday. And two years later, it's the same exact love walking through these doors. When we walk in here, I ask God, I remember asking God, like, okay, Lord, two things. I want all the promise, because God had already been talking to me about promises in, in our lives. And I said, okay, Lord, this is the place you wanted to happen. I want you, I want to see it. Please, Lord, just, just start activating them. Next you know, we're in VSSM, where if, you ain't, if you're not ready to be activated, don't walk through them doors, I promise. <laughs> it's going to happen. 
Um, but we started seeing our gifts activated, and I seen my wife come to life and, and just seeing her move, and God just moving our life with all of you guys a part of it. And I mean this from, you guys are our family from the oldest to the youngest. Like, I come in, and, and, and I see you guys, your kids. It's, you guys are really our family. Um, and I just thank you guys for that. You. I have uh, another scripture I want to read. Uh, in in conclusion, we're just about finished. So, you know, Numbers twenty two, um, verses six and seven. Numbers. 32, I'm sorry, 32, verses 6 and 7. And the children of Israel had come to, they had defeated, you know, every battle. They'd won every battle, and they had won the ground right up to the Jordan River. They're still on the east side of the Jordan River. They had not yet crossed over. Everybody say, not yet crossed over. And they came with a request, and they said, If we found favor with you, please let us have this land as our property, instead of giving us the land across the Jordan River. So, in other words, we're ready to settle right now. We're ready to settle for less than what we've been promised. It's like, and the response, Do you mean you want to stay back here? While your brothers go across and do all the fighting, Moses asked the Reubenites and the Gadites, are you trying to discourage the rest of the people of Israel from crossing across to the land the Lord has given them or has promised them? I'm just here this morning to say we have done some amazing things. God is doing much, much in our midst, but we're not satisfied yet. We're not, we're not there. We are not there yet. I believe that there is a crossing, that we're at the verge. We're right at the point of a crossing. And when we have crossed, we shall see amazing, amazing things. So I'm just here to say, folks, you ain't seen nothing yet. All right. So let's go ahead. Let's stand up. Close our eyes for a second. Just put your hands out. Holy Spirit, thank you that you care about us. That's what we've heard over time and time again throughout these testimonies is the reality that you care. You care about our relationships. You care about the deepest desires of our hearts. And so, Lord, I just thank you right now for meeting people right where they're at. Whatever it is, the Lord knows and he's kind and his plans for you are good. So if that was something that you were longing for, family, and you know, we prayed for that already, I just believe the Lord wants to move in and touch you now. As we were worshiping earlier, I was laughing. I just couldn't stop laughing because I felt the joy of the Lord so strongly. And I just believe that he wants to fill people with joy today. You know, like, you know, sometimes you, you almost miss that feeling of, Lord, I miss laughing. <laughs> I miss just having that, that cheerfulness, that childlikeness. And guess what? He wants to restore that today. We want to cross over. He has that for you today. So if you need more joy in your life, put your hands out and say, Lord, I receive. I receive. I receive the joy that you have for me. I receive the hope that you have for me, Jesus. Kelly Trump, the Lord just, you're so highlighted to me, sister, and I just believe that God is going to move in so many powerful ways for you. The reality of he sees your heart and he knows your heart's desires, and I just hear, get ready. Get ready. It's so much better than you could think, dream, or imagine. 
and his promises are true. So get ready. His promises are true. And he's got wonderful surprises and gifts for you. Let's just stretch our hands over towards this is our friends right here. There you go. Jesus, I thank you for Kelly. Lord, I thank you for her yes to you, Jesus. God, I thank you for her continual yes. I thank you that as Mary pondered things in her heart, that's the same thing that Kelly has done throughout season after season, and she's known that you're good. So I declare your goodness to chase her down in this season. I think there's going to be more laughter than she could have ever imagined, God. Oh, I just thank you for joy unspeakable to invade every single area of her life. Every single area. Lord, I just thank you for meeting the deepest desires of her heart. Holy Spirit, that you would touch her right now. You would touch her right now. You would touch right now. Just put your hand on your heart. Let's just position ourselves for just a second here. Just to let Holy Spirit move. And to hand out the gifts that He has. I just believe the reality that He, one of the gifts He has for us is a sound mind. Pastor Tim hit on this earlier. But it's a gift that He has for each and every one of us, is a sound mind. And so if that's something that you've felt you've been tossed back and forth, and sometimes it's almost like we talk about getting in the swirl of life, where it's like things just feel swirly. Can you just put your hand on your head? Lord, we thank you for your gift of a sound mind thank you that it's the gift that you give us. It's not something we have to work up, but you give us the gift of a sound mind. So we receive that today. Lord, I thank you for situations that may have felt hopeless, for your light to shine on them instead, right now. Situations that we felt hopeless about, any kind of relationship, whatever it is, I thank you for a sound mind to see that situation properly. Filled with your glistening hope, Jesus. So we thank you for sound minds. And as we were talking about family and we celebrate family and all that Jesus is doing, what I believe is our next invitation is to bind ourselves together with peace. You know, the Bible talks about that, making every effort to bind yourselves together with peace. And so we as a family, I, I invite you all to step into the call to bind ourselves together with peace. You know, to pray for each other, to encourage each other, to, to fight for each other. Whatever that looks like, that we as a family, we, we want to cross over to new territories. God's done so much this year, and he has so much more. And in that, we want to walk in the deepest unity and peace. So if that looks like going and repenting to someone and saying, hey, I'm really sorry. I encourage you to do it. <laughs> We're going to get so free. And one other thing with that is, as we looked around and we saw people who were praying like, you know, I want family. Like, I, I desire for that more. It's a great invitation to invite them over for lunch, to go out. This is our invitation to, to take an effort to, to really work on loving each other all well. And we get to do that. So, Who's in? Are we in? 
Look around for just a moment. Look around at who's here. Just begin to appreciate who God's brought together. Begin to look at the, the beautiful, unique faces that are all so different. We come from very different backgrounds. We, do, we live different lifestyles. We've got farmers. We've got businessmen. We've got doctors. We've got amazing stay-at-home mamas. We got it all because we're the beautiful body of Christ. And so let's appreciate each other. Let's love each other well. Let's celebrate what Jesus has done. Jesus came to break the law, to break it all so that we could actually be united and truly have peace with each other. Come on. It's good news. It's great news. And so we as a family are going to love well. We're going to be filled with the love of Jesus like never before. So once again, look around. Say, I appreciate you. I love you. I'm thankful I get to run this race with you. All right, let's put our hands out. We're about to go in just a moment. But let's say, Jesus, thank you for all you've done. Thank you for loving me. And thank you for teaching me how to love well. I'm going to love my neighbor. I'm going to love myself. And I'm going to love you with all my heart, all my soul, all my strength. (laughs) And I thank you, Jesus, that the best days are ahead. Thank you for the most joy-filled Christmas this year. Thank you for blessing my family. Thank you for blessing my friends. Thank you for blessing my city. And thank you for blessing the world. We love you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. So what we're going to do, we're going to have our prayer team. They're going to come up. So our prayer team, we invite you to the front now. As Pastor is saying, we don't want to settle. Like, we're excited for what God has. So if you want prayer, if you, if you feel like you want breakthrough in a different area, come have them pray for you. Just go right here. That'd be perfect. If you stand in between those mics, you're fine. But if you would like more prayer, the mic, you don't need to worry about the microphones. That's all right. You can just leave them. They're great. Just stand right in between. If you want prayer, come get prayed for. They'd love to pray for you, bless you. But we thank you. We love you all. Be blessed this season. We'd love to see you next week for our Christmas party and our Christmas Eve service. Be blessed, be blessed, be blessed. In Jesus' name, amen.